The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios, MorrisMediaLive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. With crystals like folders, picking up momentum, rolling like boulders. They call me ice, but I'm really much colder. My rhymes is heavy, like the weight on my shoulders. I'm spitting that red hot smoldering lava. I fight to the end like the Navajo. Crack a bottle though, make it the goose with cranberry and triple sec. Triple my check, I feel the ripple effect of a fool on the loose. I hit you from every angle, from obtuse to right. Street shit like JJ of dynamite. Slide me some dough, I show you an execution in the flesh. And promise not to leave nothing left. If you vomit, I keep stabbing, shooting, damaging, looting. Till it ain't no disputing who the greatest is. What's up, party people? Party people. Yeah, yeah. about to get funny. <laughs> we cold about to get funny. Yeah. yeah. Or the reverb at? Just hit me. What's up, y'all? Thanks for joining Mike Robertson Boulevard. I think I'm tangled in your thing. On a nice little September night, man. We got a good show for you guys today. We are doing a full run back. I got my guys in the house. And every time we come together... There's a lot of shit talking and a lot of shit talking. Shit talk. More shit talk. And more more talk than walk. Got no more walk than talk. Yeah, that's baby. important. <laughs> walk it like we talking. Yeah, more walk than talk. Man, that first voice you heard over there on the far left, Mr. Melrose Uncut. It is what? I. I am now the only good barber in LA. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> the only good barber yeah, in LA. Yeah, the only <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a good one because there's a lot of crooked hairline barbers out there. It they is. be, oh, man. They, are, they be cutting rhombus hairlines in them motherfuckers. They do not look at your hairline yeah. like it's a hairline. <laughs> like, homie, like let, let me slope project. you right quick. This can be abstract. Also, next to me, I got my main man, Mr. Dewan Encyclopedia Brown from Dewan B and from Hotepish and from. You got some more shows, huh? You got I'm, about, I'm, I'm fucked on the shows. Like I, I do Craig Facts every Tuesday. We do that every Tuesday and Thursday. Oh, okay. Craig Facts? Yeah, that, okay. shit, that shit fun in the motherfucker. All right. All right, what else? That's, you was just on Corey last 5150, week? 5150, yeah, done that a few times. Man. That shit, that shit fun in the motherfucker. This guy over here. just roasting. He over here <laughs> shining, man. Nah, just having shining fun. Shining like the brightest fun. light. <laughs> That's What's up, man? Welcome, dude. Welcome, Thank man. Thank you, brother. I'm glad to be back up yes, in this motherfucker. Sir, man. Yes, sir, man. Yes, sir. The Corona times? You're doing these Corona times. <laughs> I ain't about giving a fuck about no goddamn Corona no more, but yeah. Really? Are you done, like, washing your hands a million times? And a lot of I've niggas always wash my hands. hands a million times. Oh, you always did that? Like, I used to, I had this condition, right, when I was on, I, I, had this, I had scaly hands for a couple of years. Oh, like lizard type shit? Yeah, I had that shit going on, man. My shit breaking out, looking like Edward James almost face on my hands. <laughs> And then I went to the dermatologist, and she was basically like, look, you're washing your hands too much, and you ain't drying them all the way when you wash, but mm. you wash it too goddamn much. Oh. And I had to, like, stop taking hand sanitizer and shit because my hands was always too dry. Damn, really? That's how much I wash my goddamn hands. Oh, okay, so you're just that type of guy, huh? I got to wash them, man. Well, man, you got to do forearm shakes. Yeah, all, all that shit. Use your arm to open the door going in somewhere and yeah, shit. Yeah, I, I tried to shake his hands. Use now, your elbow. You ever, you ever go for a shake and then nigga pound? Ooh. Like, oh, okay, my nigga, we still feel that. like I'm gotcha. a nasty Gotcha, nigga. gotcha. <laughs> I'm just so used to doing that because ain't nobody handshaking no more. Yeah. I'm nobody, so used to putting the fist out now. Yeah, nobody handshaking. I'm just conditioned now. I'm handshaking. Melrose, you handshaking yeah. everybody? Are you handshaking then? Come not on. everybody. Come on. Oh, yeah, not everybody. There we go. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, look at that, man. I do that for people who are comfortable That's doing impressive. it. I got yeah. <laughs> a lot of people ain't comfortable doing that these days. You really do got to, like... Uh, yeah. You hug? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You handshaking? Yeah. <laughs> you moving and shaking, yeah. baby? Oh, man. Well, we got an exciting show for you guys tonight. Cool. Going to talk about some trending items. Um, I got a caller calling in, Mr. Elijah Howard. Going to be joining us for a couple topics. Good dude. And um, we're going to be digging into some things. Uh, today, our um, main discussion is going to be around staying on code. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are we staying on code? Mm-hmm. What right. code? 
The code of the people. Ah. Uh, hmm? I think I saw something about that recently. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to talk about yes. it. <laughs> All right. How you doing, poetess? All pop, right. Pop. Ray, Race Ray, the roof. Hey, ain't no faking in that. Ain't no faking in the front. Party, party over here. All right, man. We're going to start off with something a little, uh, little humor, man. You know, <clears throat> I got this video to show you guys, man, because... Our people are so creative, man. We mm -hmm. don't get enough credit for being as creative as we are, man. I believe mm -hmm. that. We can make something out of nothing. Yes, we will. Mm -hmm. Yes? We have mastered mm -hmm. that. Let's take a look at this guy right here, man. He's special. Oh, wait. Before we get to it, she's pulling it up. This guy right here, man, made something out of nothing. And this is something you can use in your everyday life, Melrose okay. and Dewan. Well, I got one thing to say before y'all see it. Like and share these goddamn video. Would yeah, you? All right, like that's what I'm doing. Like and share. Would you please? And share. Both that's of how them. you really support your folks. Yes. You press the like button and you press the share button. Two simple things, and it goes a long way. Goes a long way. Yeah. The strong way. All right, let's check these guy out, man. No strong sisters. That's a hot dog. That's a hot dog. Nigga's tripping. <laughs> that nigga's tripping. That fool made a pipe out of a hot dog, man. Like, that, yeah. that looked like <laughs> muck mouth activities right there. Somebody with teeth like that will. That's just too much work for a hot dog and a bong. Man, if you don't sit your ass down, nigga, <laughs> and brush your teeth. Who wants to suck on a wiener while they smoke weed? Oh, That's my thing. That is, that is equivalent to the most terrible breath you're ever going to find in a weed smoker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nigga, what? A hot, hot dog, dog weed? weed breath? Oh, oh, my God. Sucks, man. Does it get any worse than that? It doesn't. <laughs> Unless you, you, only thing worse is... Funneling it out some shit. <laughs> yeah, that would be worse. That's the only thing that, that would be worse. worse. Did you notice there was people around and everything, man? Watching. He had no shame. But Watch. I tell you this, it was a lot of people around, but wasn't nobody asking to hit that. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> right. hit you. That's one way you can guarantee you're going to smoke all your weed by, by yourself. yourself. Ain't nobody going to be like, nah, let me get You pull that. out a raw hot dog, too. A raw hot dog pipe. Indeed. Two? You're kind of cooking the motherfucker the whole time you're smoking. It looks oh, true. like because you're like, yeah. true, man. Like, like, man. Hey, you got a point there. Yeah. You're smoking enough. Hey, you come through with a bun right out. after. Right. Like, okay, <laughs> nigga might might be on to something. Let's just tell the truth. Two two dudes sharing a hot dog like two dudes sharing a dick. That's, uh, what, yes. that's, that's right. what exactly no. would remind me of. Yes. Like, yes, yes. That is dick sucking activity for <laughs> right. sure. Right. Yes. Like, you yes. have the need to put a dick in your mouth. <laughs> That's not no regular. Calling it a hot that's dog. not no regular device. Oh nigga. man, yeah. that's okay. freaky shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like calling for help. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> hey, that's like a flyer. You're advertising. Shit, I <laughs> suck dick. I will Damn. suck the weed out of your dick, man. That's I, not. I cool. didn't even take it there, man. Um, I, all right, party people. That's our joke for the day. That was funny. <laughs> that's some funny. That shit. was funny, but. Really weirdo shit. All right, man. Today, party people, is National Voter Registration Day. Whoa, whoa. Did you did you go out up and down the streets, Melrose, signing people up? I did not. Not participating in voter registration. Duan, you signing up, folks? Man, the government can sign them up if they want them to vote. Ain't my fucking problem. <laughs> ain't your job. Ain't my goddamn job. Shit. If you feel like, if, look, if you feel like voting, take your ass down there and sign up. Matter of fact, you should have a license anyway if you're old enough, goddammit. You should have registered then when you got your driver's license or your California oh, you should, ID. You should be registered, huh? Yeah, if you didn't do it then, man, what's your problem? Like, you know, or, or some look, some people don't want to vote. And if you don't want to vote, I'm cool with you too. Do what the fuck you want to do. That's right. That's how, that's what we say on Mike Robinson Boulevard. Do what the fuck you want to do. <laughs> vote or not. God damn it. But shut the hell to up either way. Or not to vote. <laughs> We had a I'm big a argument about that in the barbershop today. Oh, yeah. Voting. About what? Uh, voting? Voting. Yeah. Melrose, can you adjust that? I can't hear you so well. There you go. How about that? Yeah, 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 yeah. We had a big argument today in the barbershop about voting. 
And I tend not to bring my political ideas into the barbershop because it always ruffles a few feathers. Right. People and don't want to come back no more and stuff. They want to come back just to argue about yeah. the same shit we was arguing about last week. It's the only reason they come back. Okay. So it was a really big, it got it got somewhere. What were the two too. sides? What were the two sides? One to says, vote or not to vote? Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And tell me, what, what what's up with the not voting? Um, They're saying is that it does it's not worth your time. It's, basically, it's I think. At some point, we're trying to be included in something that we're never going to be a part of. And we're we're just spinning our wheels, electing the motherfuckers who are going to ultimately work in our demise. So it's like I think that we should take on a more um, collective idea where we all work together in our community and in our states or whatever it is to build or do what we need to be done. But as far as, like, thinking that something's going to change for the motherfuckers who've been doing the same shit for the last 400 years has to be considered somewhat insane. <laughs> they I keep making apologies for the same shit they was doing four years ago, yeah, 40 true. years ago, 90 years ago. And they hit you with it's getting better. Yeah. Like, okay, but they've been saying that shit since going back. They say, okay, yeah, it's getting better. Because you ain't getting lynched no more. Right. But back when they was getting lynched, they said it's better because you ain't enslaved no more. And back when you was enslaved, they said it's getting better because you wasn't in Africa and Africa didn't have shit anyway. Yeah. That's the game and kind that they play. <laughs> and like when I come like, look, I'm a vote. I'm here in California. I'm voting for Prop 22. Okay. Prop 22 is for people who drive Uber and Lyft to keep their freedom to drive Uber and Lyft as a casual thing versus the schedule. Because what, as California goes, so goes oh, the rest of the nation. Oh, they want to throw you on a schedule? California trying to put you on a schedule, trying oh. to make you an employee so you can get taxed and oh. you don't make your money away. Because like right now, as an independent contractor, you write all that shit off and they don't get no money. That kills the whole game. If yeah. You know. And if it changes here in California, it's going to change in the rest of the country. Right. So I need my California voters to vote, say yes on Prop 22. Mm-hmm. Now, when it comes to the presidential election, fuck both of those motherfuckers. Right? Yeah. I don't give a shit. With a hot dog weed pipe. With a hot dog weed pipe. <laughs> With a hot dog weed I pipe. I feel that way in every election except this current one. Man, I cannot look at Trump like he's the same as all the rest of these people, man. It's not the same, man. It's I, not the same. I agree. It's total destruction of everything. Now, if that's what you're after... Now, look, if that's what you're after, then, hey, power to the people, man. But, like, we got to get somebody that's just it, it at least knows all of the ABCs, man. Mm-hmm. For real, man. That's what I'm saying. Now, look, I when Trump, right before he won last time, I was having this debate with this white dude, right, mm-hmm. an older guy. He was about, like, 60 years old, accomplished guy, very smart and mm-hmm. everything. He says, I want Trump. I'm voting for Trump. I'm voting for Trump. I just didn't get it, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man. Dude, you see what's happening. You see what he's saying, what he's doing, what his track record is, everything. You notice, man, why mm-hmm. would you vote for him? He says, you know what he said? He said, because I just want to see Trump go into Washington and fuck everything up. That's what he said. I'm like, damn, that's a privileged way to look at it because when it get fucked up, it's going to be way more fucked up for us. We can't afford for it to be fucked up. Or can we? I don't know. He looked at it like that, like it was fun. Like he couldn't wait. Like it was a game, and I guess it is a game. But it is a game, it is a game. that they're playing yeah. on us, and we think that the shit is real. We that's, think we're that's playing. That's the sad part. We, you think you're playing, huh? Yeah, like, <laughs> we think you're not playing, but y'all playing a fucking game on us. It's like when that movie when they told Ice T they they brought the nigga to the house and uh. all that shit like hey, it's all good. Eh? Woke the nigga up like run, nigga. Right. What was that? Run. Guy? I remember that in the woods. They yeah, took Ice yeah, T in the yeah. woods and it was. That's how they do it. They, they were hunting them. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, y'all come out and vote, nigga. He right after was... y'all vote, <laughs> run, nigga. He thought he was there for hunting and he was there to the get hunted. hunted. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. True and that. that. And that's how it's, it's similar to how it is when you vote. You think you're there to show up. And vote for a party that's a lesser two evils, and you realize that motherfucker is got you in a sideline once they get in power. Mm-hmm. I think it's when they, I, I look. Trump is fucking shit up. 
We cannot deny that we is cannot. true. People want to say he doing no, no, but he is doing some good things too. There are very good things that There's Trump is doing that people don't like to talk about. It's like it's like he did. Like I like to say, talk politics and policy. I don't buy their personalities. I buy what you legislate. And so when you talk about some of the things Trump is doing, just took the price of insulin down, stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's that's good. You know what I mean? But when you, it, 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 that's one of those things where if your party's in office, the party you like, you're going to talk big good shit about it. Mm-hmm. If the other party do it that you don't like, mm-hmm. you're going to minimize and shit on it. When at the end of the day, they all on the same party, on the same team, they ain't fucking with us. So I'll be like, look, let's get with little trinkets we can get and be cool with it. And at the end of the day, be like, fuck both of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I love how you sum that up right there. <clears throat> All right, man, look, next item. Uh, The NBA Finals are approaching, fastly approaching. My question is, do you guys respect this season as a season? No. No. So so the person who wins, you don't give them props for winning the title? I'm a huge Lakers fan, but nope. Nope? No, because, like, when you win a championship, that's after 82 long-ass games flying all across the goddamn country, dealing with hookers in different cities these motherfuckers got to deal with. You know what I mean? They 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 going around commercials, press, and it's like a nine month long arduous task to get to the end. Yeah, these niggas just had a four month vacation. They had a break, huh? And now it's like high school. They just get to sit inside some got a little, little little ass bubble and you know play basketball every day. I don't I don't, I don't respect it. Melrose, what about you? Um, I no longer watch grown men play anything. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> I know that. So in theory, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't even know what the fuck's going on. Oh okay. when that shit, when I see that shit, I turn. Well, you know what's a trip about it though, Dewan? We yeah. talked about this last week, uh-huh. is that generally, really supporting what you're saying, generally someone has home field advantage. In a game seven, mm-hmm. it's at their home. The other person gotta fly there, stay in the hotels, mm-hmm. uh, eat those crazy meals, you know, not mm-hmm. get sleeping on and step up at the opposing players' home. Mm-hmm. Well, in the bubble, every game is a is no there home. is no home games yeah. for anyone. It's like AAU ball, pick up, yeah, come out and play hard. My only question with this bubble was they said nobody can come in and out, so I'm trying to figure out were these men sitting between other men's legs getting their hair braided in cornrows? They definitely were, man. Like in prison, like was it like Kawhi Leonard they sitting on the floor were. in between <laughs> Paul George's were. legs as he was doing his cornrows? He definitely oh, okay. was. <laughs> One Damn. nigga, one nigga parted his shit. Another nigga washed it. <laughs> Somebody greased it. I'll go over to the greasing station. He got you. No, like, sit down on the floor. I, I I used to be really big on sports. I'm not as big as I used to be at all. I don't care as much as I used to care, but I still love the chess match of basketball because I coached it for so long. Yeah. And I used to teach life lessons to the kids through the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, the game is to be admired. The game still, is to be man. admired, but the, what they do these days is they they want to pit one against the other. Say this one is good, that one is bad. This one's I don't give a fuck these niggas and their personalities. I don't give a shit. Yeah, play ball, play, run the offense. I can get entertained for an hour and a half or whatever, and then go back about my life. These niggas want to follow these athletes throughout their whole life and know their kids' names. And I, I don't give a fuck about it. Look. Lakers, I love Lakers, but look, I don't give a fuck about none of y'all kids' names. I don't give a fuck about your uncles. Are your tattoos? I yeah, I don't care how many houses you buy Are for the poor. suits? I don't care how many homeless kids you feed. I don't give a fuck about none of that, nigga. Yeah. Make the winning shot. Right. Then let me get back to my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, man, we got a caller uh, that's coming to join us as well. One of the good uh, good uh, comedian brethrens out there. We got Mr. Elijah Howard on the phone. What's up, bro? What's going on with y'all, man? How's you doing? Everything is good, dog. Thanks for calling in, man. What up, brother? Where you at right now? Oh, uh, I'm traveling, man. I'm in Colorado. Colorado. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah. Right, man. Are you mile high yeah, man. with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Just trying to stay away from these police, man. Um, I spent a, a, a few months here, and I was always under the impression Colorado had more of the liberal, and I'm not really down with that either, the liberal stance, but, like, man, there's... I went into a couple of them little bars to grab a quick beer. Oh, that's a bad move. <laughs> oh, hell no. That doesn't sound wise. Yeah, they lifted you up in the air, huh? <laughs> hey, yeah, the music is soft. They didn't yeah, move a mile yeah. high in the sky to see your black ass. <laughs> yeah, they tried to get away from you, dog. Wait a minute. No business who, there. Who is this guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mouse in the house. Yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. No doubt. Oh, man. Okay, cool, man. So, look. 
We're talking about this subject right now, which is the uh, NBA Finals and everything. Do you respect it, the winner of this year, as a, having a true title? Um, it's all a form of entertainment. However, i got to commend those guys for playing so hard down there and entertaining us um, because, you know, they have families as well, and a lot of their family members are black because they're black. So, um, and I really, I really want to um, – I'm not down with the Black Lives Matter slogan, but, like, I really appreciate, you know, uh, for what it's worth, the white coaches and the white players wearing that on their chest and then they back because they don't have a choice. Because now they got to wear it. – you know, they, they, they got to see what it's like to be in our shoes because when you wear something like that, whether you believe it or not, you're still a target because you had it on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, this, is, this is my take on it. Okay. What is that about? And I, when I, I have I've glanced at a few games and saw that oh, all over the damn place. And I, and I, games, I was huh? trying to – I have, you know, I'm, I work in the barbershop, so at some point, sometimes oh, the game got to come on. on. Yeah, yeah. But I always wonder, how did that happen? Like, what, what are they trying to do? What is this right. about? That's, They're trying to say they were question. down with the people, man. I think they're trying to like, yeah, they want brothers not to run off the court, man. And they want like, us not. Play. They want us to tune in. <laughs> yeah. When when they put shit more like the, that on the more than to tune in, they want the brothers on the teams to play. That's what it is. They want y'all to play, man, because, hey, man, look, we hear your struggle, man. We're on your side, We're man. We're with you. That's Liber- what it's all that's, about. That's the liberal approach. The liberal approach, make them feel like they understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go ahead and bring them on. Come on in inside, little Donovan. I mean, little Nick. Come on inside and, yeah. you know, come inside the house and get some warm. Get, get your feet. Get some, get some soup. Yeah. Now get right. back to work. Yeah. It's still right, right, get right, back right. to work. It's still you ain't shit. It's just that we're going to treat you a little nicer. We were talking, and we think that uh, instead of your name, <laughs> choose one of these seven slogans. Right, hey, but you know right, what? Right, yeah. I do give props to the homegirl, the tennis player. Who, uh, who Naomi Osaka. Yeah, man, because she, she technically speaking isn't from this country, right? Doesn't really have the truest skin in the game. But she... Yeah. Wore a different name of a different, not Black Lives Matter, but literally like George Floyd on her shit. Um, yeah. Whoever mm. else, you know, like mm. their mm. name. Each 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 round where she won and moved to the next round, she had a different person's name on her joint. Man, I dope. thought that shit was dope. That's dope. Yeah. I gave and her the thing about it is, yeah, the thing about that's, that's so dope about everything. Now nobody can hide. It's just like Brother Brown, man. He, uh, he be preaching to us. Not necessarily preaching to us on social media. He's just trying to get you to think and understand. And now we know where the whole ass people at. And now we know where the people who actually start thinking about winning. You know what I mean? Because that's what you want to do. You want people to think. Because there's only two ways about thinking. Either you're going to go right or you're going to go left. Ain't no, ain't, no, ain't no gray area with the shit that's going on with the race and all the stuff. I mean, it's just crazy. You get what I'm saying? So, like, he makes me think. And I, make him, I hope I make him think. And it's like you, Mike, Definitely and you know, do. Rose, like, look, like, you, you, don't, you don't have to like me because I don't give a fuck about that. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is when I come, when I come into the room, if it, like when I went into those bars, I wasn't worried about them white boys. They should be worried about me because at the end of the day, man, I've been in worse situations, and it wasn't because I came to start something. I was right, just coming right. to drink a beer. I, I didn't know they ugly asses was in there. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, was trying to, I was just trying to chill. You know what I mean? I, I like to chill out, man, and, 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 get, and get back to the crib. That's what that's my goal. Oh man, that's what it's all about. Shit. Yeah. You did? All right. Unless you're the white man. (laughs) Then everywhere's your crib. (laughs) It's a problem. (laughs) You're always at home. I'm looking for trouble. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Next item, man. I'm impressed. More more reasons to be impressed, man. Deion Sanders is going to go join Jackson State or has joined Jackson State as their new head football coach. That's dope. That's that giving a, back, party people. That's that's, that's yeah. what that is right there. And he is going to attract some high school black players that will say, hey, you know what? Maybe I need to go play for this guy. And then maybe some yeah. other guys will come and join other teams at other schools and really bring some empowerment into the sporting level at the – I mean, to sports at the college level for blacks, man. What y'all think about that? Absolutely. I think, you know, it's a good deal. You know, prime time. These kids growing up, they didn't see him play. You yeah, know what I mean? So they don't know who so he is. But what will help is he is super Christian. He down there down south in the Bible Belt. 
So he gonna come in on that hama shama the shama the shit. Wow. And he gonna get all them kids to come to that school. I what play we gonna run? Wow. Shama the shama the shama What you mean? He gonna be talking in he tongues and shit on the side of the. And saying Jesus is gonna bring us a victory. We gonna run a sweep. Yeah. Right. yeah we gonna like, throw the ball. We gonna do a Moses special. Exactly. We gonna wear- part the defense. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. He still wearing those old baggy ass preacher suits. Corinthians up right. the middle. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's that's where he gonna get them. Uh he I gonna change the outfit. Go ahead. Dion, I forgot Dion was kinda weird. I, thanks for reminding me about that. Yeah. However, I do want to support the brother. Um, you know, I was a former athlete and uh and I got my uncle you actually used to be the president of Alabama State in the eighties and the early nineties. Okay. And um I got a lot of shit for not going to a black college. So here here was my premise. I felt that I am black and I should be represented where I want to go because I, no matter how I behave or what girl I get or what car I drive, I'm still black and I'm being rep- I'm representing us at the University of Michigan or at South Alabama or at X, Y, and Z. So if I could go back, I would probably take a, a deeper look at black colleges. I really would. Uh, and I would try to bring my friends along, my AAU teammates, and try to encourage to build that up because at the end of the day, uh, to end this on that segment, a lot of the people I saw that were African-American, black, or, or non-white, when they left the Michigan, even if they went pro, they, they didn't have the financial status, and they didn't have the job stability, and they didn't have the camaraderie like the white players did. Mm-hmm. That's just about, and, like, and, I, and like, I think if you go to a black college, it will give you a better opportunity to try to get together and network and build that financial wealth and build that community and, and know where you're coming from and still be able to work with whites, Asians, Jews, and, and other people like that. You get what I'm saying? But you had that, that same nest egg that they, they do over at Harvard. Especially, especially when it's us who's really making the sports pop. You know what I mean? It's not like, yeah. oh, yeah. we're trying to compete <laughs> yeah. in something that maybe this, you know, is real diverse and all that. No, man. Basketball is us. Football is us. Yeah. Boxing is us. Yeah. Track is us. Yeah. Why, why those- don't we separate? Why don't we start our own leagues? We do our own things. If we're the ones who's <laughs> the biggest draw, we're, we're the ones – why are we only messing with them? Like, what is our attraction? Well, that's what we're talking about. It, take, it takes a couple, uh, and I said this earlier, it takes, that takes at least a generation to, to happen uh, because right. in order to have your own league, you have to have your own lawyers, your own physical therapists, your own doctors, your own every, your own business people, especially your business class. Stadiums. Stadiums. <laughs> and, our, and so when it comes to our business class, black people, over the uh, since uh, desegregation happened, we haven't co- we haven't developed our business class. Our business class has been individuals who sprouted up the cream of the crop. Yeah, but we've been but we developed a whole labor class of football players and basketball players. Right, you know what I mean. You got parents. AAU season is gonna run you at least on low end forty five hundred a season. You know you got parents right. that can come up right. with that for two and three kids forty five hundred dollars right. for each kid. Man, that's sixteen grand to play basketball. Mm-hmm. But uh, ask them to invest that same amount of money in in, in boosting their education. Anyway, and when I say education, I don't mean go to college. I mean you got twelve year olds right now making right. coin coding. You right. know what I mean? Because yeah. they're a supplemental Saturday class. Yeah, we don't develop none of that. So without that business class surrounding the athletes, mm-hmm. we can't have our own league. Because all we're gonna do is run to them to run the league, and they gonna end up. It'll be a black face league, and then they end up yeah. putting that same janky shit. Right up under our necks because we don't see it happening. Damn. Man, that is such a great point. I remember the first time I went to BET for an audition, and I don't care. I got off the bus, walked in, and, you know, there was somebody to greet me. But when we got upstairs. Same motherfucker in Barn, Colorado. Everybody was white. They're like, Mr. Howard, would you like something to drink? I was like, what you doing here? You're like, so yeah, a like, beer. Don't buy Viacom. I have a beer. <laughs> like, where am I, Colorado? But, like, it was, yeah. it, it's true what you said, though, because it, it was some school, don't quote me, but it was one of those SEC schools, and they were like, if there's no football season this year, the school stands to lose, like, $80 million just from football season. Oh, uh, just from, Just bro. from football and season. And they probably playing it low. Right there, because that, you, that's definitely a low ball number. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you think of them pulling in a hundred thousand people on a Saturday, uh, eight times a year, Sponsors. and everything that come from that exactly sponsorship, TV, deal. TV deals, uh, paraphernalia, 
it goes on and on and on. And then the sports is what pulls everyone else to want to be interested in the school. So a dude might come and give right. $30, $10 million to the biology department because he likes the sporting team. And they don't count that. that. Very true. They don't count right. that as being a part of sports. Right. Yeah, and then you, you can say, okay, they're bragging, hey, these engineers came out of my school. Well, those engineers went to a school in the first place because they liked the football team since That's they right. were nine. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Right, right. right. That's, that's right. right. Since they was nine, man. So it's way more to it than that, man. Way more. Football at ninety percent of the schools that have football, football pays for all the other sports. Yes. That they right. have. So, so when right. you got your little person that's in the canoe on the canoe team and shit, and motherfuckers playing tennis and high diving and all that, man, football's paying for all of that. Black shit. labor, white wealth. Man. That's Title IX. Yeah, Title IX came in and said, okay, we all that civil rights money, all that money, you got to put that shit on women's sports and, and, and handicap people and shit like that. You niggas can't keep all this goddamn money. Well, we can keep right, it as long right, as we right. keep it at Morehouse, Howard, Spellman, Xavier, down the list, Prairie View, everybody else. All right, man, next sure. item. <clears throat> Sorry I'm moving through so fast, y'all. I got so much to go through. All right, um... This is a trip right now. This is trending very heavily right now is the city of Louisville. You want to know why? Why? Because the city of Louisville is bracing themselves for the worst. The the people are waiting on a verdict on whether or not they are going to um, try, criminally try the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor and... They are supposed to be announcing this in the next coming days or so. So they are literally boarding up the city. Look at this, man. Ahead of time. Look at that. That lets you know what's about to happen. Look at that. And if you're doing all that, man, ahead of time. You know what's about to happen. You already know the answer. You know why they're doing that? Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead, Elijah. No, go ahead. Uh, Go ahead, Mr. Brown. Go ahead. Now, so you know why they're doing that, right? Tell us why. They staying on code. Oh, they staying on code. <laughs> White supremacy is like, we don't give a fuck how much money this is going to cost the city. We need our enforcement arm to have current blunts killing you niggas to keep you motherfuckers in fear. That's fuck. so anytime you right. niggas is not in fear, y'all rise up. And just when y'all doing, y'all just, all, you, you niggas minding your business takes over every goddamn thing. Because if you look at hip-hop runs, hip-hop is just niggas minding their own goddamn business. Now rules the world. <laughs> right. So they got to keep a neck, and they got to keep us in fear of having some, a foot on our neck. So they're willing to go and pay whatever cost. If it means boarding the city down, if it means paying $12 million to the family, they don't give a fuck. We going to keep this system in place, Chuck. I know. They threw that $12 million out there like it was something, like, nigga, man. Why supremacy you go. Calls? No. There you go. Threw that $12 mil ticket How you like feel now? Nothing without even an apology. Before the trial yeah. ended. Yeah. Then they're trying to, uh, they're, yeah, they're before. They're trying to Whoever yeah, does that. Grand. Oh, go ahead. They're supposed, they're supposed to use 500 grand of it for police reform. I don't know if you know about that. Oh, yeah. I saw oh. that. Oh, so no, it wasn't I mean, even I mean, a true I mean, 12? <laughs> yeah, and, and, and police five. And police reform just mean more money for police. Look, five. We, we need five of that for us. Right, and you know, and you know, you got to pay your lawyer between thirty and forty percent. I've been there before in LA, mm-hmm. man. I, I, I remember, I remember, I went to go pick up my check, and I'm skipping old whippy Man, we almost had a, we almost had a situation in that. Office. I said, man, hold on, who? Y- y'all must have another Elijah Howard. Nah. my check. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Your check is in check. Why is my shit in three parts? Nigga. <laughs> yeah. You done broke my shit down to a third. Who the other two niggas? Hey, dog, Where the other two Elijah's right. at? Nigga? Give me mine in dollars, nigga. You don't want no paper. Man. Yeah, man, it's a trip, bro. I think that, uh, you know, it's, it's a trip how willing um, people are to overlook some of this stuff, man. Like you said, man, right. it's it's crystal clear. You start boarding up the city ahead of time, man. We already know what the verdict is, man. You're not going to board up the city to be like, hey, we're going to try these guys. Nobody even said convict them. 
It just said, can you at least investigate, put, hey. put uh, try the dudes in the court, and then let the jury free them or not, you that's, know? That's like when we were asking for civil rights. Like, could you just at least treat us civilly? You're right. <laughs> like, can, right. Can we just, right, right. can it be civilized out here? Right. Do y'all have to savage beat us everywhere you see us? Man, come on, We man. want just civil rights, my nigga. We want to be able to sit down and not get spit on. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that too much to ask for? Like, Steve, do you niggas got to bring out the water hose right. and the dogs and what, the, like? <laughs> could you what is it with the water, simple? man? They <laughs> <laughs> trying to remind you of that boat ride, like <laughs> doing sound effects and shit. Hilarious, man. Next item I want to talk about, bro. Speak on it. This has hit the fan in the last couple of days. Uh, there's a gentleman out here. Uh, known as Vlad of Vlad TV. Do you guys know this guy? Yes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Does a lot of videos uh, to, with the hip-hop community, a lot of interviews, some stuff outside of hip-hop, but mainly it's hip-hop and it's black. 90% mm -hmm. uh, of the interviews are black uh, youth, right? Uh, he has about 4 million followers, I mean subscribers on YouTube, major, major channel. Right. A lot of people watch all um, every day. Well... He's recently come under some fire because he um, threw some salt to Farrakhan. Uh, he misquoted him and tried to characterize him as being anti-Jewish and, um, you know, hating on Jews because he himself is a Russian Jew. <coughs> Non-practicing. A what? If. Right. And so now what's happening is that he, people are calling him out on it. Okay, you made a mistake. You mischaracterized him, and you admit to mischaracterizing him, but he refuses to apologize. The white man. Even worse. What makes it worse than, not, than apologizing? He's saying, okay, I'll apologize if Farrakhan comes on my show and gives me, basically gives me views. Yeah. Trying to strong arm the minister. Right. For, for an interview, yeah. bro, you're going to try to strong arm him? <clears throat> Can and I? Go for it. So last night I did a um, interview with this barbershop conversations. Oh, um, Fred. So I'm thinking I'm doing an interview about my career and, you know, because he was talking about my radio career and all that. But then he asked me about Vlad. I have my thoughts about Vlad, too. And so I was saying, yeah, Vlad, you know, he steps over, you know, he steps out of bounds. And um and that he's a culture vulture, whatever, whatever. So next thing you know, I see the, my interview with this guy, and that's the headline. Whoa, uh, that Vlad. you called him a culture vulture? <laughs> right. He has a big channel. I, I listen to his channel yeah. a lot. Uh, called uh. Vlad, culture vulture. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, kinda... He's using Vlad's tactics because people say Vlad does shit like that. Trying to get them headlines. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to get them SEO uh, optimization yeah, going need, on. We need a you sound know, Using your name. <laughs> Vlad took my Cat Williams interview and put it on his channel and got millions of views. Uh, like, he does shit like that. Yeah, yeah. See. And then look, in this one, right? So let me tell you this. So he, he refused to apologize, right? And what his statement was to Lord Jamar, who is basically the first person that really kind of blew up on his channel that the black people really followed as yeah. being a part of the culture. He tells him that, hey, you know what? Guess what? My numbers are still good. This hasn't affected me at all, this Farrakhan thing. My numbers are still good. So Lord Jamar took offense to that. Says, you know what, man? Okay. I'm done with this channel, man. I'm not coming on anymore. Godfrey said the same thing. Um, um, Mason said the same thing. Royce the five nine. Royce the five nine. And Cam, Cam keeps making songs about the niggas. Oh yeah, and Cam yeah. is real serious about it. <laughs> exactly. So it's a trip. And now what they're saying though is, you know what, man, we've got to stay on code. Okay. Yes. That's what yes. they're saying. Yes. We've got to stay on code. Uh, when shit doesn't go right for anyone else, they all stick together and stay on code. We got to stay on code. That's on this right. One. And I said that yep. people should not give him interviews. That's one way to mm -hmm. shut him down is not let him interview. I remember like years ago, um, the West Coast was um, against uh, J. Ruta Damager because he did sway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
all the DJs on the West Coast stuck together mm-hmm. and would not play any of J. Rue's music and mm-hmm. Jeru, uh, his music until he apologized. And he had to apologize because no DJs mm-hmm. on the radio. It, it was such a unity then. And then, it's, then it was too late, though, because his, his album didn't do well. He didn't, they didn't push no singles. He couldn't sell no shows. It yeah. was a wrap. Like, like with this whole Vlad thing, look, I, I actually I, I unsubscribed from Vlad today. Okay. Because I, I listen to Vlad. And he, he, Vlad's somebody I've always been 50-50 split on. Mm-hmm. One, re- one thing I think that, you know, I valued him because he did interview people like John Witherspoon and, mm-hmm. you know, different people who we don't interview. But my other, my other issue with Vlad is Vlad shouldn't no, it's exist. Not we don't interview them. They don't give us the interview. <clears throat> they would go to Vlad before they would go to a black journalist because of Vlad's uh, numbers. That's that's true. But what right. I'm saying is, I'm saying before. I'm I'm, I'm going back before Vlad. Mm-hmm. Like black, like it should have been like ten to fifteen of us just interviewing our friends because we are hip hop. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. And yeah. if that happens, and it's a bunch of people doing it. And they're not waiting for somebody to have a new project to drop to interview them. Yeah. And they go back and go select some old person just sitting around like Vlad does. Yeah. That's still interesting, but we ain't heard from him in 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? He never had an environment where he could have existed. Now that's happened. We see the blueprint. Mm-hmm. We see what it is. We let I let him go. Because it's like, my thing is this. Whether whatever your viewpoints are on Louis Farrakhan, we all can agree that Farrakhan is hip hop. Farrakhan has settled so many hip hop beefs. Yeah. Farrakhan's done so much for peace within the hip hop community. A lot and, of people. And, and, and nationwide. And nationwide. And, and Vlad nationwide. and Vlad is a guest in our in the hip hop yeah. house. And he and he said that. Yeah. We need to so, kick him the fuck out the crib. Yeah. So Vlad, with with you knowing what Farrakhan means to hip hop, for you <laughs> to say I'm not going to apologize, that's basically saying you're showing how you respect the culture. Yeah. You fuck can have all y'all. And look, I'm not going to apologize because it hasn't affected my dough yet. No, the other thing is I haven't apologized because I'm a Russian Jew. And what do you think his people are going to think of him apologizing to Farrakhan? Well, that's my thing. He's staying with the code. He's staying with the code. code. He's staying on code with his people. So that's what I want to talk about. Melrose, do we have a code and is it important to stick to it? I think we do have a code, but... Oftentimes, for monetary gain, niggas will violate the code. And that's been our problem yes, as a people. We will violate the code for money and, and for numbers. And for whatever these reasons are, it takes real bold individuals to say, I will walk away from the, from the bag. Right. You know what I'm saying? To, yep. just, to, yep. just to stay solid. Right. Like, being solid doesn't mean shit to a lot of people once you start talking about money. Like, okay, I might have to water the shit down a little bit. I might have to get some backlash because I want to feed my family. I got to (laughs) eat. Like, all that dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So we have a code, but sticking to it hasn't been our strong point. And I respect Lord Jamar. For being one of the people to step up and say, nigga, if I see you on Vlad, you're corny now, nigga. Right. That shit's corny. Any nigga fucking with him now is corny and I'm calling you out on it. And he the type of nigga like, I will fight you, nigga. Hell yeah. I will fight you, bro. (laughs) Elijah, what about you? Is there a code? There is a code. However, and what I do like to attest to what Melrose said, there's too many people willing to just go way to the left, man, just for the bag. Mm-hmm. So, number one, if you talk about the bag, what's in the bag? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, what's in there? Like, what what, what exactly Good are you getting points. that's going to have you be able to walk around with dignity, and then when you get caught on an interview like this, and, you know, DeWine Brown asks you a question, and all of a sudden you can't answer it, like, what, what was the bag worth? What was so it again, worth? Right. Oh, mm-hmm. you, you get what I'm saying? Like, I think all of us got a shot in Hollywood. <clears throat> But, again, like, there's certain things I won't do, and I think we do need to stay on code and stop uh, antagonizing Tariq Nasheed uh, and, and uh, stop antagonizing Dr. Anderson, Claude Anderson. Start listening to these people. If you, even if you don't understand, at least you heard it and you're listening and you want to get to another level of knowledge so you feel better. It's called peace of mind. 
that's the bag you should be trying to pick right. up. Hey, that's, oh, I like that. that's a real good point. I, mean, I, I like just, that. I mean, I mean, I mean, because yeah. like every day, man, I look in, I look in the mirror, man. Like, there's a lot of people who fucking hate me, but they don't want these problems because, like, I like I, I think, like I said, I, if I come in the room and it's a problem, we gonna figure it out. I don't care who you are because I never woke up to give you a problem. Right. I, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about what another man does. Now we gonna work together. I want to focus on that. You get what I'm saying? I want to focus on. Uh, getting our economics together, getting our opportunities together, opening a comedy club, opening another barbershop, opening up a reading institution, doing something positive instead of, you know, always getting shut down and going for the bag and talking crazy on social media when you really ain't going to do nothing. You get what I'm saying? Ain't going to do jack. You get what I'm saying? So I I definitely want to just just put good energy on stuff. I might might talk crazy sometimes, but I actually want to see human beings, especially black people, just do better. Yeah, I, I want I want us to do better, man, and just and just because you know it's I'm 43 years old, man. Like, you know, I I, I kind of get tired of us having to bow down to Jewish people and mm-hmm. white people in general. It, it irritates the fuck I'm out of white me, man. man. I, got a, I, I, I I I got a lot of white it's Jewish friends. Like, it's a lot of it's a lot of people who I don't talk to no more because I was like, look, man, I, I'm not about to sit up here and let you feel good about you thinking that it's okay to have your foot on my neck. I can't. Hey. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're not friends anymore. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Done. How can yeah, it be? We're done here. Yeah. Dewan, you. Like, <laughs> does a code exist? Yes. Do we live by it? No. Mm-hmm. We don't have a code of conduct. Uh, we it's, there's the one that 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 we, we one thing I will see I will say is as people we're developing one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're getting more code than we have been because a code of conduct. What a code? We gotta break down like a code of conduct. Right. A code is something that is it, it, that reinforces the system. A system is something that works every time you use it. Mm-hmm. A plumbing, a plumbing system. Every time you turn the hot water on, hot water come out instead of cold water. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. That's a system. And the code, a conduct says, okay, if the hot water goes out, it teaches the plumber where to go, right, specifically where to go mm-hmm. to fix that problem. Yeah. Right. And so what happens is racially, we have a code of conduct when it comes to each other. We don't let other black people fuck with us. We don't let other right. black people steal from us. Right. Beat yeah. a nigga ass. Yes, yeah. we don't. I wish a right. nigga would. Yeah, we. we we like like what poet has said. They they'll go to Vlad for free, but they don't come to the black person. Right. You know what I mean? We have a code when when, it, when white people come around. We have a code of conduct mm-hmm. of speaking with some respect. We have a code right. of conduct of doing what the fuck they say to do. Right. We don't have right. a code of conduct of empowerment for self. That That's what we don't us. have. Right. Yeah. And for and the code is like to develop that code of conduct to the we, we're developing it. I recommend people uh, re- listen to and read Neely Fuller Jr. in his book. The United Compensatory Code Concept uh, book, and it talks about developing a code for self empowerment as a group that's going to work against other groups because other groups they have a code when it comes to how they deal with us. Definitely. They say yeah. they say the son and they daughter, follow it though too. We don't they with follow them. it oh, every they, time. They say we, you can listen to their music, you can like their athletes, but don't bring one of them niggas home. We don't fuck with them like right. that. We don't go down to Crenshaw right. to spend money. They can come to our neighborhood to spend money. Right. But we don't go to the black neighborhood to spend money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They we don't hire them unless we ran out of people that we know that or the government right. coming down on us say you need you need to bring one of them up in there. Yeah. So they have one and that's something that we don't have, but we're developing it. I say if we keep going, like you you don't develop it over one whole fell swoop. You do it yeah. in bits and pieces. And what Lord Jamar is doing is part of the piece. To develop in the code, and we're gonna make it and get it bigger as if we keep doing it. And and I want to piggyback right. on this for just a second. Like we can't hold niggas responsible for rules and regulations that you're ignorant to. So if there's a code, bro, like it needs to be spelled out for people so that we could all get on board. But if I'm, if, if I'm just assuming that you're going to get on a code that you don't know anything about. That's going to be a problem because I'm looking at you like you out of code, my nigga. And you like, nigga, what code are you talking about? Yeah, what's the code? What the fuck is a, what code, bro? Some- Niggas know the codes of the street yeah. because if it don't happen, they get fucked up. People be knowing the code. They just want to. We need niggas to enforce it the way we enforce our other bullshit. Yeah, we need, you know, yeah. I, I I agree. I think niggas know the codes. Niggas we know, know it. all the codes. I, I we we know like street codes, but we don't know. Cultural no. empowerment code. No, 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 look. It's simple shit. Like, you know how to act in front of somebody's grandmother, right? Everybody know. Yeah. 
You don't you don't be coming up in somebody's grandmother talking Fuck you, shit. motherfucker. Yeah, blah, right, blah, right, blah. right, 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 right. It's a it's right, a right, switch right. that goes off immediately. Right. You know that code, yeah. right? Some of the codes, man, we just abandoned. Like they don't mean nothing no more, man. And, and because nobody they, enforces they them. They have not been passed down. Like certain yeah. things come from generational situation. Like I I, I watch niggas put the beer behind their back as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. when somebody somebody older coming to buy, you hide the liquor, you put the weed down. But when you grow up watching motherfuckers smoke around mama, like right. what what <laughs> respect do I have for the elders that come around? I'm blowing, right. I'm smoking, I'm drinking. I had a conversation. Me and my son had a conversation about a kid walking through the barbershop with a drink. I'm like, bro, you can't do that. You young. Get out of here with that. You don't know what that man been through. I don't give a fuck what he been through. Right. Nigga, it's adults right. in here. It's a kid party. You're not allowed to do that. I'm if you don't know, I don't care what he I'm telling you right now. What does that have to do with they anything? They got damn shit. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You got people who don't understand regular shit, shit that we think is automatic. Right. He was out of cold. He was why? out of cold. I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. Cause this, it, they he still understands it. He just doesn't have respect for it. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you the why. Because if a white person come in the room, he gonna automatically raise his voice. The motherfucker gonna act. When white people come in the room, you see niggas straighten up all the time. All the time. So and, and, and you don't see that. Black parents don't even have to pass that down. It's just like niggas know when they come up in the room. To straighten the fuck up. Like Melrose the, say, niggas be getting quiet. Yeah, yeah quiet. In the elevator. <laughs> like, nigga, we was just talking quiet. bullshit. Now a regular white nigga coming to the room. Yeah, the difference <laughs> is that little that little man knew the code. He just don't respect himself, and he don't respect sure. people who look like him. He know what the fuck it right. is. He yeah. just don't have respect for it. That's right. The point I was trying to make, the next time he came, he was different walking through the room. He acknowledged, like, you know, his whole code of conduct was different because I checked him you on it. You took the time. I you checked enforced him. it. I yeah, enforced, enforced the code. The code. Like, and sometimes we got to assume that, nigga, you don't know. I can't fucking hold you accountable for something that you were never taught because a lot of people have not been taught correctly. We got a lot of OGs mm. letting shit slide mm. for no reason. You're right. I'm going to say one thing, one more thing about code. You know why white people know the code so well? It's because it's enforced by other white people. They don't wait on a president or somebody else to enforce it. They I'm make sure it they, law. They, they, not only do they make it law, they enforce code. If they see, there was a, there was a picture in Florida back in June when all these, when all these, things, when all these riots was going on in the, in the conservative town of Florida. You had this one white couple mm -hmm. that had a Black Lives Matter sign, and you saw white people, every other car stopping and honking, what the fuck are you supporting them niggers for? Yeah. I mean, you saw a white person after white person looking at them like, look, motherfucker, you off cold. Mm -hmm. If you look at them, when they, they all that That's what shit, the Karens are, bro. That's what the, the, the that's, they enforce are, the code themselves. Yeah, yeah, the Karens, they're written into the code, man. You gotta, you gotta step up and say some shit. And they pass that to the ladies to do that, man. And they feel empowered and shit, but and that's we, in the code. And we dare you to touch a Karen. We man. dare you. Okay, look, last thing I wanted to talk about, man. Um, uh, we, we got these last little th three minutes, y'all. There was a shooting in Compton. Uh, that shit happened last week where mm. cops were shot um, in broad daylight. You guys all seen the video? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seen the footage, right? Mm -hmm. per 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 perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> man, it was real fishy, man. I just wanted to throw that on the table because the way I looked at it is this little dude or... Lady, girlfriend, boy, whoever it was, we can't see, um, literally comes and shoots two cops point blank range on camera and runs out on a busy street in Long Beach where there's other cameras at every business, every corner, every stoplight. And they never put the pieces together and followed this dude, man. It seemed like it's almost like um, they're not trying to catch him, man. I don't know. I was like, you know, you know some shit when you have two cops get shot. And there's no major dragnet that sit out there. Look, I'm not, I know some police officers. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna. What I, what I can say, I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay. But what I cannot confirm or deny is they found that motherfucker last Tuesday. And what I cannot confirm or deny is they took care of it the way they take care of it. Really. And what I cannot confirm or deny is it had ties to the Mexican mafia. It wasn't a black person. 
you know, they try to Man, come on. I can't confirm or deny that. That's just right, right. Yeah, okay. Some, that's just what the LA streets are saying. Ooh. Yeah, that's rough. I don't know, Melrose. Yeah. Your thoughts on it? Um, nothing to say. There's a lot to say, and a lot of times, is <laughs> a lot of times. You know, I think Malcolm X put it best. Like at some point, chickens will come home to roost, mm-hmm. and right. you can't uh, think that people are going to sit around and let you bully them and kill them without repercussion. You know, I hate the fact that, um, quote unquote, innocent people were hurt, but at the same time, you can't fucking go around killing people and think at some point somebody's going to start shooting at you. And if people all over the world took on that philosophy, I think things would change. Yeah. Like, yeah. if offer, officers were not allowed to sit in their car and have lunch without the nigga coming up and gunning at them, <laughs> right. you know what I'm saying? Then they would fucking say. treat people differently on a regular traffic stop. That's I'm right. not going to fucking pull my gun out and blast in your car if I don't want a nigga coming up to my car right. blasting on me. In my car. That's what you say, point. Elijah? What you say? I'm, I'm with you, well, though, Melrose. Yeah, I, I, I'm not an L.A. guy, man, and I know it's a lot of stuff going on out there, so I just try to just keep keep my stuff out the out the out the Where are you, where are you from, However, right quick? Where are you from? Where are you from? I'm, I'm originally from Mobile, Alabama, but I came to uh, L.A. from Detroit. Oh, from Detroit? So, uh, Detroit? So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so, you know, what up, though? So, uh, with that being said, um, the policeman had just been a thorn in our ass, especially recently, man, and it's just... I know y'all feel this energy, man. It's just starting to bother me a lot, man, even for the cops that I know. And we be going back and forth on Facebook, and I get these inboxes and, and all this stuff, man. But, I mean, like, like when, when is this going to stop? And like Merrill said, like, you mean to tell me? I mean, when you're dealing with the Mexican mafia, that's something that's way over my head. Right. They be on some different, different shit. I mean, like, I mean, hits from jail. I mean, come on, man. Like, I mean, like, and, and remember, if we're taxpayers, we're paying for this fucking shit. Hey, that's a good, day, point. Man, good I, point. I, I mean, I mean we're, we're, we're paying for this shit. We're playing for a goddamn video game that we can never win. Who the fuck would put quarters in that machine? Yeah, you, you can't yeah. win. Like, why, why you keep playing, dog? Yeah. So, again, you know, I mean, we need to do something about these cops. I don't care what it is. I'm with Melrose. Like, I mean, like, Malcolm X is trying to tell us, and, like, uh, the great Neely Fuller uh, tried to tell us, and Tariq Nasheed, like, Brother Brown is trying to tell us, but it's still... Uh, chicken pecking Tom Negroes like well uh, all cops aren't bad he's like what are you talking you about chicken pecking figure out <laughs> I mean I mean like I mean I mean like I mean for, Jive circuit talking motherfuckers yeah doing like I mean, for, for you for you to, for you to have that rationale is insane like even yeah. if I was white and I did well and I had a white wife and I had everything going well for me and this didn't bother me I was I was you know you ever been on the plane and you thought the motherfucker was gonna crash you ever know when, when something really wrong and when white folks start reading their newspaper? If I was white, I would start reading my newspaper. Like, man, what is going on here? Right. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, we, yeah. Are hum- we are human beings, and, and y'all got kids, and people got kids, and yeah. this is just too much. Yeah. We, do, we, there, there's no excuses. I'll end it on that. Yeah, we can't have yeah. any excuses. There's something that needs to be done. And if LAPD officers need to get shot, then, hey, man, you know what? You probably might want to eat lunch uh, you know, at the bear, at the station, yeah. or something like that. Because yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. we got to do. There's a lot of times we have... They seem like they was on break that they weren't even supposed to yeah. be on. Like, I mean, we, <laughs> we, we have watched <laughs> a lot of people yeah. get shot and killed, and everybody had to say... Why did you shoot him? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody had to say, I don't give a fuck how privileged you are or whatever the case is, but just watching the tape, you can look back and say, why did you have to pull out your fucking gun? Mm -hmm. Why was that your first move Mm -hmm. to pull out your gun and shoot Mm -hmm. this man for no reason Mm -hmm. and kill him Mm -hmm. in front of people? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, man. Well, look, y'all, guys, that's our time for the day, oh, man. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, man. I know. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, Funny. So uh, I want to say, um, Elijah, thanks for calling in, man. Where can the people find you? Hey, man, thank you for having me, man. They can find me on Instagram, at Elijah Howard Comedy, and on Twitter, at Elijah Howard. And, or they can just find me. 
I'll be somewhere. Colorado. Mm-hmm. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. Look at him. He's the guy with the broken beer bottle standing against the wall saying, come on, motherfucker. Instagram at the oh, yeah. wannabe, Uh Yeah, it, 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 we, we shall be doing shit all throughout the week on that channel and on that website and get some T-shirts and shit. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mel, Melly Mel. Uh, at Melrose, M-E-L-L-R-O-Z. And, of course, you can visit uh, Black Hollywood, 8930 Southwestern. Man, we are uh, cutting, we're doing podcasts, and we're selling clothes. Come stop doing support. Support, man. All right, man, I'm King Mike Boogie, man. Follow me on everything. And party people, we are out of here. Party people. Party people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I love that